0: Welcome to the Synergy Performance Podcast, I'm your host Mark Gallagher and today we're going to be talking about all things nutrition and how it can be the key to your success whether your goal is weight loss or whether your goal is muscle gain or anything in between. I really feel that nutrition is probably the biggest part of the equation when it comes to reaching your health and fitness goals and I know that a lot of people think that exercise is potentially the the best way for them to get that result whether that be fat loss, whether that be muscle gain but if you think about it in the sense that 1 hour a day potentially, maybe not even every day that we're going to exercise, we've then got another 23 hours of the day where we're going to be consuming potentially 3 or 4 meals, we're going to be consuming snacks, we've then got 21, 28 meals a week which we need to factor in, so there's a lot of variables there and a lot of different factors we need to consider when it comes to our nutrition and how that's going to help us again reach our goal. Sometimes I like to think about it in the sense that exercise, especially if it's resistance training, is going to help you change your body shape in the sense that you're going to look leaner, you're going to look more toned, you're going to change that body shape, whereas the nutritional part of it is more along the lines of we going to help us lose that body fat and drop that scale weight down. So the two things combined are obviously very important, but the biggest bang for your buck is essentially going to be those meals we consume over the course of the week, any additional snacks and and how we can control that and maximise it to again help us reach our goals. So we don't necessarily want to compare the two in terms of exercise versus nutrition, they both play a vital part but I just want to emphasise how important nutrition is and how we can use that to help us reach our our health and fitness goals over the long term. Now when it comes to again a few goals, fat loss if your goal is muscle gain, calories are going to be king, calories are the number one determining factor depending on what that goal is, if you think of the law of thermodynamics calories in versus calories out and I know that's obviously quite a simple equation in terms of move more eat less or vice versa, if your goal is to lose body fat over time if you generally consume less calories than you burn over the course of a day we are going to lose body fat and again lose and obviously the scale weight is going to come down. If our goal is to increase body weight, muscle mass, then over time we're going to have to consume more calories than we burn over a day, which means we're going to again put on muscle, put on size. So even if the case was maintenance calories where you're looking to maintain, say you've achieved a reasonable amount of weight loss and you're happy with that, at a point you want to try and stick to that for a little while even a maintenance calorie amount is going to help you maintain that weight over again a period of weeks and months if we're consuming the same amount of calories as we're burning over the course of a day and we do that consistently so it's just factoring that in remembering that calories count regardless of whether you track them or not i think sometimes people think that uh, you have to track calories to to lose um body fat but the, the sense that think about it in the, when you go to the gym and you forget to put your fitness watch on you're half an hour into your workout you get all annoyed because you've obviously not you've forgot to put it on uh, and you think that the workout doesn't count essentially you've not moved those rings on your, your watch but you've still done the workout you've still obviously it's been beneficial for your health and fitness so it's just remembering that the same counts with calories they count regardless of whether you track them or whether you don't so it's just keeping that in mind as we um, move forward and uh, to keep in calories in mind as such, we want to think about the principle. Now, I've kind of just spoke there a little bit about calories being the, the principle of fat loss or muscle gain or weight maintenance, whatever the case may be. So the principle is always going to remain the same. If you want to lose body fat, you're going to have to get yourself into a calorie deficit and that is essentially consuming less calories than you burn over the course of a day. If you look, A good uh, way to think about it is if you've got one pound of fat it's three and a half thousand calories so we would have to reduce our weekly intake by three and a half thousand calories over the course of those seven days to lose one pound of body fat now three and a half thousand calories might seem like a lot of calories and it is essentially so if you're only having 1500 a day and you've got to then find a deficit of three and a half thousand over seven days we're gonna have to cut that down a little bit so the principle will always be the calorie deficit or calorie surplus when it comes to again your goal of fat loss or muscle gain but there are then going to be lots of different strategies you can use to get you to that goal now as i said a minute ago people think you obviously need to track calories to lose weight whether you track them or not is, is irrelevant what strategy you use to get you to that point is going to be the most important thing and there's lots of different strategies if you think of intermittent fasting tracking calories as i've already mentioned portion control we could think of things like and World and Weight Watchers where people go and they obviously they have, they get results and they get success and these are all different forms of strategies that people use to help them reach their goal. Now, you could use different strategies on different days. There's got to be the best option is the one that works for you. There's going to be trial and error there, There's going to be, there needs to be flexibility, we need to be adaptable and flexible, that could even change day to day, week to week and also it depends on your goal as well. So if we thought about it in the sense that maybe Sunday, Monday to Friday uses intermittent fasting as a strategy where they control that eating window to 8 hours and they fast for six, the other 16 hours of the day, so they start consuming food at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they have that. 8 hour eating window, which is obviously just one form of intermittent fasting, they eat till 8 o'clock at night, again not the full 8 hours, but they obviously maybe have 2 or 3 meals within that, and they then fast from 8pm through to 12pm the next day. And that just gives them a bit more of a restricted eating window, so we're trying to fit, again, however many calories we're consuming over the course of the day in that window and again because it's shorter it doesn't leave as much time for more meals and more snacks it's condensed so it makes it a bit more uh, easier to sort of manage in that smaller time frame you obviously want to be getting the good stuff in there the nutrients in there so that we're feeling good uh, and maximizing that over those eight hours. That same person who does that intermittent fasting Monday to Friday might on the weekends not do the intermittent fasting because they might want to do family breakfast on a Saturday and Sunday because there's a little bit more downtime, a little bit less structure, everybody's off, they want to spend time together, so on the weekend they just have a normal breakfast and then on Monday they get back to the intermittent fasting and that's just again two different strategies over the course of a week and another way of looking at it could be if somebody has a night out on a Saturday night, they know they're going to go for some food and a few drinks which means they're going to consume more calories than they normally would So let's say they consume an extra 1,500 calories on that night out, taking them to 3,000 for the day, um, rather than the the 1,500 they normally consume. So we know that's coming, so we could use a a strategy called calorie borrowing. So you take 300 calories off each day, Monday to Friday. So you're normally consuming 1,500, but on those days you're consuming 1,200 because you know that on Saturday you're going to be consuming roughly an extra 1,500 calories and that calorie borrowing just allows you to offset the calories you're going to have on Saturday throughout the week so that when when Sunday comes and you've done your weekly um, food intake your calories are actually essentially exactly the same as what they would have been if you'd consumed 1500 a day compared to you having 1200 a day plus the extra 1500 on the Saturday so it's just offsetting that a little bit and as I mentioned earlier being a little bit more flexible and adaptable knowing that you've got this social event coming up And that you can actually manipulate things a little bit into your favour so that we're not having to find those calories from somewhere else or do lots of extra gym sessions, lots of extra walking and running and stuff just to burn those extra calories. We can actually manipulate it during the week to, to know that we can go on a Saturday, have that social occasion, enjoy it, not worry about it too much and know that we're obviously kind of a bit of a damage limitation um, and the fact that we've obviously done that during the week to to compensate for that a little bit so as I mentioned the strategies will change we can manipulate different ones on different days, different weeks even thinking about a holiday coming up we could again slightly increase that calorie deficit to mean that we're going to maybe burn more calorie have a bigger calorie deficit so we're going to lose more body fat before the holiday knowing full well that when the holiday comes we're going to have that and again, more indulgent time period we're going to maybe have a bit more to drink or a bit more to eat so that we know we're maybe going to put on an extra couple of pounds but we've put the the sort of graft in beforehand knowing full well that that's going to happen on the holiday so we've got that flexibility to our approach again, it'll depend on your goal if it is fat loss or it is weight maintenance it slightly varies um, and making sure that people are thinking about the goal in hand and keeping that in front of mind because that will change strategy to strategy and you've also got to consider other things such as macronutrients, micronutrients, lifestyle and with the, the macronutrients we've got things like protein, we've got carbohydrates, we've got fats and with your any goal, calories also as we mentioned earlier is going to be that number one uh, factor. Then we're probably going to look at protein intake in the sense that, not to make us big and strong like is sometimes perceived, we want protein intake to potentially make us fuller if our goal is fat loss. Now having protein within a meal is going to leave you fuller for longer, so it means we're not going to be quite as hungry if we're in a calorie deficit. Protein is also very important in terms of different functions within the body, I mean there's lots of different functions that it's good for, but essentially like immune system and, and helping recovery and promote muscle growth, all the things we want to have as part of our um, sort of health, we need to have protein for that as well, so that's going to be another major factor after calories we'll then look at protein and with carbohydrates and fats things do differ and then they can differ day to day i mean you'll have people who consume a little bit more carbohydrate you'll have people who consume a little bit more fat depending on their preferences and and what they enjoy as long as we've got calories taken care of then carbs and fats can can fluctuate a little bit more and people get a bit i mean they both have negative connotations unfortunately when it comes to um fat and carbohydrates and we want to just think of them as energy sources we use fat in the body for energy we use carbohydrates in the body for energy if we consume far too much carbohydrates and it knocks us over our calorie intake or desired calorie intake yes over time we will gain fat if we do the same with fat if we increase our fat content and have too much fat over time and that increases our calorie intake again we will gain fat so it's not predominantly like one's bad and one's good or vice versa it's just like we do consume them on a daily basis in varying amounts and that's okay so we just need to factor that in and not give them too much of a hard time when we're thinking about again one over the other we we need fat to survive first and foremost we obviously need f- carbohydrates fuel the brain and it fuels energy so we will factor those in as well um but they sometimes get a bad rep based on um different factors and that's not always fair we need um, we need these foods to survive so it's making sure that we get um varying amounts and from various various sources as well so we're getting a nice um, balance to that. When it comes to micronutrients, we're talking about health more in that sense, we're thinking about the micronutrients and vitamins and minerals and how they're going to affect our health and that's going to come a lot of the time from potentially vegetables and and fruits and and different things we're consuming that we know contain a lot of nutrients that are going to help, again, more things like immune system, keep our skin looking nice and healthy. Um, So there's different factors there that we need to play into again, is your goal more health based or is it more Fat loss based. A lot of times, what we'll see is that people have that initial fat loss goal. So, if we get you to that goal eventually, then maybe health will take over as the number one sort of overarching goal. So, initially, fat loss, calories are going to be the main concern. And then we get to maintenance. So, calories are still important, but we can roll into a more maintenance phase of calories and an amount of calories but we then maybe want to start prioritising health so we're thinking about right I'm eating a varied diet in terms of vegetable content, different colours of foods, I'm going to get different nutrients from these foods that are going to again help me feel good, keep me healthy keep my immune system functioning well so that's definitely something to factor in as well, again it all relates back to what the goal is Lifestyle is another important factor because we have people with different jobs, we have people with different preferences, different social sort of lives and stuff as well so again if you have a very active social life on the the weekends we might think well actually having a bit less calories during the week is going to be a great thing for me because I know I'm going to always over consume at the weekend so I can fast during the week reduce that calorie intake Monday to Friday as we mentioned before and then maybe indulge a little bit more at the weekend whereas somebody who works shifts might have to have more food on the, the days they're on maybe a night shift because they maybe don't sleep so well so they have to consume more food because it's through the night especially maybe their first night shift if they've been awake all day they're then consuming food through the night so in the days there, maybe again days thereafter sorry you're thinking right i'm not a night shift anymore i maybe have to reduce those calories based on the fact that i had more when i was on the night shifts and then i'm going to reduce that intake eh, over the next couple of days so my portions are going to be a bit smaller i'm going to miss out those snacks potentially so it's just making sure that we factor lifestyle in work-life balance and all these things i mean ultimately if we eat bad food constantly or we eat indulgent food constantly it makes us feel sluggish, it makes us feel lethargic, makes us feel tired and we then don't want to do the other things that we're potentially going to do to again lead us into a more positive health and fitness outlook, so if we don't feel great we're maybe not going to go and exercise because we feel tired again we feel sluggish so just remembering that we we obviously need to to eat to to feel good and eat the right stuff stuff that's going to give us energy stuff that's going to make us again healthy and give us what we need to thrive essentially so i think that i mentioned it back at the start of the podcast nutrition is massively important and we need to remember that whether you're doing any type of strategy, whatever the case may be, it needs to be suitable for you. The one that works for you, the one that you can adhere to most, the one that you can stick to is, again, what's working and what's going to be the most beneficial. So, all I would say to finish off this podcast is that looking at your nutritional approach um, from a sort of overview and thinking, right, well, am I where I want to be? If not, then what can I do to, to change that? Again, are my calories in check in the sense that if I'm consuming too much food, what are the ways that I can look to reduce that? Could I have smaller portions? Could I cut out some of the snacks? Could I increase the the content of meals for protein? Could I increase the content of meals for vegetables so that I'm getting more nutrients and I'm getting more protein and I'm going to fuel my body to to exercise and feel good and all these different things we want to consider. So as I said at the start, nutrition is a, a, a huge part of the equation when it comes to your goals. So we really need to focus on it think about what you're doing think about it in relation to your goal and that'll definitely help going forward so if you've got any questions on that please do let us know you can email me at mark at synergy-performance.co.uk other than that that's been episode three of the podcast please stay strong until next time and i will speak to you then